Hello and welcome to Emotional Self Mastery, the best podcast on regaining personal power, self-confidence, and peace. I'm your host, Cheryl C. Jones. And I'm Kathy, the producer of this podcast. Each week, together, we explore topics that will help you eliminate negative self-talk, worry, anxiety, and fear, so so you can live your best life. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Cheryl. What are we talking about today? (laughs) Today, we are talking about personal energy management. What is personal energy management? (laughs) Well, let me answer your question with a question. Doesn't that sound like a really good idea? Think about it like this. Have you ever been to, say, a dinner party or maybe a networking event, and you left at the end of that event and you felt drained and worn out? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And, And the reason that you felt so worn out was due to the fact that that event or the people there or maybe even the environment just zapped your personal energy. Mm. If you experience feeling kind of run down, irritated, overwhelmed, and really don't, you know, have a real reason why, or, or you leave an event or a meeting and you're just drained, or you're sleepy for no real reason, it's, it's because something has drained your energy source, your internal battery backup system. So it sounds like it's kind of like a computer's battery backup system where the battery is there so you don't lose the data if the power goes out. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, you know, in, in my computer primarily there are, everything's plugged into this box and it's a battery. And so that battery is always providing energy or a source, a resource uh, to the computer if the power goes out. So we have our own battery system. And when that battery gets zapped, then our energy is just like drawn out the bottom. You know, there's just nothing left of us. Right. So Einstein knew a little bit about this before we ever thought about humans having a battery backup system. You know, he kind of alluded to it when he talked about the fact that everything is energy. He said that what we call matter is actually energy whose vibration has slowed down or lowered so that it can be perceivable by our senses. So we are energy too, and everything has energy. Everything has an energy signature, and that signature can be measured. And our energy signature is something that actually leaves a residue. I think you read something about that somewhere. Yes, um, I did. It, uh, it was a Dr. David Hawkins, and he's a scientist, who wrote the book Power Versus Force. And, and in it, he talks about uh, measurable, measured subtle changes in a person's magnetic fields as they experience an, an increase in positive emotions. And then he also noticed that a person's cells died when the measurable energy dropped due to anxiety, fear, or regret. Oh, exactly. I love Dr. Hawkins. Oh, oh his research is phenomenal. It, that's, he's talking about that per, your personal energy. You know, it's kind of like your battery can get charged up by some things and drained by other things. And mm-hmm. it's important for us to find ways to manage our personal energy resources so that we can stay up and involved and, and positive in our lives. You know, 
So right. our personal energy can be influenced by all kinds of different things. Some of those things can be physical and external to ourselves, or they can be internal. For instance, external things that might influence our energy might be uh, loud noises or like music, loud music that like we don't really appreciate or enjoy, you know, can, can draw on us and drain us down. Sometimes we could have demanding people around us or maybe children who need an awful lot of attention and that can drain us. Sometimes our jobs will give a, create a high level of stress and that can drain us as well. And then there's that personal drama that many of us have or unwanted social inter- interactions that can drain our battery as well. Mm-hmm. Some examples of internal influences are things like negative emotions, negative feelings that we're experiencing that maybe we haven't resolved yet, or false beliefs or fearful thoughts. If you know, you're afraid something's going to happen to you and you're dwelling on it all the time, that can drain your energy. And there's one other one. It's a real subtle one. And for me, I can't quite figure out if it belongs in the internal or the external. And that's the influence of other people's energy on us. That's a big one all by itself. Exactly. Other people's energy can have a huge effect on our own energy. So like, have you ever walked, have you ever felt someone else's energy? Have you ever noticed that? You mean like when you walk into a room and the people in it have just had an argument? (laughs) Well, I shouldn't be laughing, but yes, exactly. That's exactly. I have felt that energy. (laughs) Let's just say the room didn't feel inviting. I think I'd run for the hills in that situation. Yeah. So yeah. You see, what happens is that your own personal energy field extends somewhere. There's different measurements, but I've heard anywhere from six inches to eight inches outside your body in all directions. And when you are close to someone and within their energy field, your energy fields overlap. So what happens is that if somebody next to you has got some negative vibes going on, you can start picking up their negative vibes as well. The contrary is also true. If they're feeling real up and happy and, you know, excited, then that can happen to bring your, it can bring your energy up just as easily. Um, For example, like if you're riding in a car with someone who's feeling agitated, then you might become agitated. Mm -hmm. I know that when I get in a car with you, that quite often my energy level goes up when we're going out to lunch or we're doing something together, you know, because your energy level is usually very high. Oh, I thought you were trying to say I'm not a good driver. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's a different topic. No, that's a stress level. Not an, I got it. (laughs) No, it has to do with your positive energy. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. Other people's energy can cause your energy to be drained or lifted just by being close to them. What that tells me is you need to pay attention to who you're sleeping next to. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe not who. Solid advice, Cheryl. Solid advice. (laughs) Maybe it's not the who, but maybe what their energy is. There you go. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If if the person you're sleeping next to has got negative energy, you might want to sleep in another room. (laughs) There you go. Sometimes... There's another kind of energy zapper in your life. There's, and I call those, and, and actually they're commonly called, but I, this energy vampire. Have you ever heard the term energy vampire? I don't think I've heard the term, but I can visualize a person. 
<laughs> so you're seeing the on. fangs, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> going straight for the neck. Yeah, that's probably. It. <laughs> well, energy vampires are those people who drain your energy just by being around you. I know that I've been around them in the past, but luckily I can't think of any of them right now. <laughs> but, I'm just being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes these people know that they're draining your energy and sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's really unconscious, but either way they can suck you dry. Wow. I do know a couple people like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope they're not in your life on a regular basis. <laughs> Again, I'm just going to keep quiet from here. <laughs> <laughs> not too, yeah, not too uh, like, call anybody out okay right how do you know if you've got you know an energy vampire in your life well how do you know let me ask i'm going to put the question back to you how do you what causes you to recognize that these people might be energy vampires well the ones i'm thinking of would they require a tremendous amount of energy and attention from mm -hmm. me and always drama always mm -hmm. drama going on one thing or another but at the same time, I hear them blame everyone else for their situation and not take responsibility. So it's kind of like they're the victim, you know, poor me. But anyway, the, the conversation may start out about me, but it soon turns to them. <laughs> oh, yes. I've, yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here, I'm here to help you. Tell me what's going on with you. And then all the, oh, I've had the same thing happen to me. And let me tell you. And all of a sudden... <laughs> What, what was, you know, what was supposed to be a, a helpful conversation is now all about them and how their life sucks. You know, it's just like, wow. And do you find it those are the same people that like to try to one up you? Like their story is always worse. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And their story is always worse than, than mine. So let's say I have a few vampires in my life. What should I do about it? How can I help myself? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's all about helping yourself at this point. Yes. So I think the first thing is you have to recognize them for what they are. You know, again, we could make an assumption of whether or not they know they're doing it and they may not. And it may be just their pattern of behavior of helplessness or whatever it may be. So one thing you could do is hand them a copy of my book. But beyond that. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Uh, in addition, maybe, is that you can limit the amount of time you spend with them. You really have to be conscious and go, oh, oh, that's right. This person sucks me dry. I'm going to be very careful to only give them 10 minutes or 15 minutes and then get off the phone or make sure that you don't like go to lunch with them or something like that because right. you don't want to keep, you want to limit the amount of exposure you have because they're going to continue to drain you. And then you need to try not to save them because you can't. I've been unsuccessful in all attempts because they were happier playing the energy vampire or victim, whatever their role was. Um, they've been happier playing that role and not really interested in getting out of the hole they were in. So you have to kind of, it's important to set boundaries and that's, it may be time, how much energy you put into them like maybe not even meeting them in person, but only meeting them over the phone. Because again, the, your energy field will, will intersect with their energy field and can start sucking you dry. So those are the kinds of things that, that are just, you know, top of mind to, to think about. 
So earlier you mentioned internal drains on your energy. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you mean there? Sure. Those internal drains are what's going on within us emotionally. It's when we have those fears or those thoughts of things like self-doubt, we're second-guessing our decisions. Maybe we have some self-criticism. We walk by a mirror and we go, oh, my butt looks too big or, you know, oh, my stomach is too fat. Okay, those are old things. That I used to say I'm working on those. Um, and, and, and things like guilt and shame, when we carry that around, those are things that drain our energy, drain our resources. And in addition to those, then there's also things that are like unresolved past relationships where like we didn't get closure with somebody or we got angry with somebody and we never got it resolved. You know, there may be, there might be anger, there might be resentment, there might be fear. There's a lot going on in our world right now that people are fearful and they're not talking about it. And so they're holding all that within. And so rather than talking about it and exploring it and bringing it to the surface, it just festers inside and it just drains us more and more and more. And mm. carrying around all that negative emotions, it drains all the positive energy out of our little, our internal battery. And so we have less to work with. And I think it makes us vulnerable to illness and to, you know, getting hurt and making mistakes and because we're preoccupied, you know, oh. that kind of stuff takes our yeah takes our eye off the ball yeah exactly yeah because we're so preoccupied and our attention's on something else yeah mm -hmm. but you know it sounds like anyone could be a, um, at risk of having their personal energy resources drained and you know what can we do to protect our, our personal energy field if you will <laughs> uh, well absolutely we all are vulnerable to that because everybody's been in such survival, you know, and that's not an, it's it heightened this year, but we're always in thinking about it, you know, and so forth. And so what that does is we've got to, to look at and think about our interactions as every interaction we have with another human being as, you know, it requires energy to have that interaction. And we're constantly exchanging energy we used to shake hands pretty regularly, right? When we met somebody and you could kind of tell whether that person was a, a good person or, you know, a positive person just by touching them. Well, now we, now we're not able to shake hands as often, but we, we speak to people and there's still an exchange of energy that's going on. We have to, to be aware of it. And when that, there's an imbalance in that exchange of energy, meaning somebody's taking more from you than they're giving, then that's something to be aware of. And we need to like, find a, a balance because it's not fair if somebody's always consuming your energy. And mm -hmm. you know, you've had that happen. I've had it happen. We've had it happen by the, you know, from the same people, which I think is kind of interesting. And so now we're getting, we're getting smarter, you and I, about, you know, about, you know, how much time to spend with those people. But to protect ourselves, I think what we have to do is we've got to start with a full battery to begin with. So we, we have to be aware of what charges us up. You know, the things that kind of things that charge me up um, may not be the same as they are for everybody else or for you. I, I enjoy walking or exercising. Uh, my husband like goes 90 to nothing when it comes to exercising. You know, he's, he's over the top sometimes. Well, in my opinion, because I 
I can't keep up with him, but he loves it. And it really energizes him. I love to dance and listen to my favorite music. There's certain songs that have a vibration to them that really lift my energy. And maybe you've got songs like that too in your life. There's quite a few of them. I just, that really will. And if if we listen to those regularly, that can be really helpful. Right. Um, Getting enough good sleep. We should be getting really good sleep and most of us are not. And that makes us very susceptible to having low energy levels. You know, what I've noticed just recently is eating more plant-based foods that aren't overly manufactured. So things like spinach and lettuce, you know, lettuces and green, green foods that are just, there's a vibration that those foods have in them that you take on. There's an energy vibration that you take on when you consume them. I've noticed when I eat plant-based foods, I feel so much better, especially if I haven't, if they haven't been overcooked or something when they're raw. So that's just a natural, natural kind of way to boost your energy. And all of that charges your battery up. Are there some things that you do that, that help charge your battery up? Well, I, I do get charged when I'm around a lot of people, particularly in a party atmosphere. <laughs> I've observed you in that environment. Yes, I would agree. You do get charged up then. <laughs> I, I had a, we recently took a vacation together. Mm-hmm. And our spouses and another couple. and. I had not realized how isolated I had been with just my husband and my daughter in my house. So when I got out and was with adult other people that were enjoying themselves, it just charged me up so much. Yes, I know it did. I, I, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so funny because that works so well for you in terms of charging you up and it, and it contributed to me too. However, I needed just the opposite. I needed quiet time by myself in my room or on the beach or whatever for me to get you know, charged up. I needed no interaction kind of thing, which I think is so interesting because we're such close friends, yet the same. (laughs) I know. It was fun, but um, fortunately, there are a lot of people, so enough people to keep both of us satisfied. (laughs) Absolutely. It all worked out. So yeah, absolutely. So if we can activate more of that positive energy that charges our battery up beforehand, before we come in contact with those things that sometimes drain us, then we'll be in a better state. But if our battery is already low, and then we come in contact with those folks who, who, or those environments that drain us, then we're, then we're really in trouble. You know, it can cause some some challenges. So we have to, one of the ways, another way to protect ourselves is to notice and recognize those things that drain you. Do, you know, keep them in moderation. Don't do them very often. Limit the amount of time that you're doing them. If you feel like you're required to go to a party or an event, then go for a little while and leave. Go step outside for a while, be by yourself and come back if it's a long kind of thing or whatever create some space in there. Avoid doing meetings back to back to back because that really can drain you. One of the other things you can do is imagine that you are the captain of the Starship Enterprise. Now, okay, old or new? Well, you, whichever one you'd like. Because there's only one for me and that would be Captain Kirk, okay? Captain Kirk. Well, that was kind of what I was thinking too. Captain Kirk right. may show our 
70s growing up. But anyway, um, that being said, so imagine you are Captain Kirk and the, the Klingon, a Klingon ship has just come into your, your space. And of course, the Klingons were always, you know, a little trouble. And so what does Captain Kirk say? He says, shields up. Shields up, Scotty. Exactly. So if when you come in, in contact or you're going into an event and you think there's a possibility you might be drained, imagine saying shields up. And in saying shields up, you're putting an imaginary force field up over you and around you that protects you and keeps those negative energies from draining your battery. So well, it worked. It worked for Captain Kirk. So it, <laughs> Exactly. And that was the seven. We have better technology now. Right? Better technology. So, <laughs> so really, it really can work because it's, it's, uh, it, even though it sounds imaginary, it, it's an energy, it's an intention and you're setting an intention. That's a great way to protect yourself externally. What do you do about internally, right? Yeah. Because that's the way that you can't really say shields up on the inside of your body. I don't like that. Right. But anyway, one of the ways that you can resolve or get that handled is to clear those unresolved issues, those things that, you know, those unfinished, unhandled things you've got with people that have, you know, throughout your life. And even if those people are not alive on the planet or you don't know how to reach them or whatever, you can go through a process, a real simple process of acknowledging what happened, apologizing for it, thanking your, them for being in your life and taking that role on and so that you could learn something and you can resolve and clear up those issues. That's one of the simple ways to do it. The other, the other thing you want to look at is, do you have some old emotions of anger, frustration, resentment, fear, sadness, disappointment that, you know, that you also could resolve? And when you help, when you start resolving those, you have fewer and fewer things that are nagging at you and hanging on. And those things, when you allow them to hang on, they're there every day. So they drain your energy. It's not like a person who comes and goes out of your life. And the, the last suggestion I would have for protecting yourself internally is to cancel out those negative thoughts and beliefs about yourself. So if you're walking by the mirror and you're, and you're glancing over and you're making some comment about your body, really I encourage you to, to say, cancel, cancel. That's not the truth. And replace it with a positive affirmation. You, you know, if you're a size 16 or whatever, and, um, and you want to be a size four, well, you know, that may not be realistic in the moment. However, you can say I'm on my way to a smaller size, something positive, but you know, you don't say, and I am, don't, don't say something that's so unbelievable that your psyche, your subconscious can't buy it kind of deal. So you're saying that our subconscious mind knows when something is really unrealistic. I think it does pick up that. I really do. Because I think what happens is the conscious mind goes, oh, that's BS. And, and so, you know, it really never gets to settle in, you know, into the subconscious. If we can say we're on the way to, that's something our subconscious can buy. Got it. Into that idea. I don't, I feel like 
that making a giant leap to something that's not currently true is very difficult for it to accept. Even mm -hmm. if it doesn't know the difference between a false statement and a true statement. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and I think our conscious mind definitely knows. And so it's not going to allow that one to hang around for very long without squashing it. Gotcha. Gotcha. In order to, you know, live your best life and live happily and full of energy, you've got to be able to recognize that you are energy and that your energy is influenced by things in and around you. And it's important for you to be able to be the commander of your own vessel and basically do things that maintain your energy because it's really up to you. You really are in charge and you really do have a choice in how you feel. I think I've got it. Thanks, Cheryl. For more information on how our listeners can manage their personal energy resources, they can check out your book, Emotional Self Mastery, and it's 90-day companion journal. Both are available on Amazon. And if you just want a sneak peek, you can download the first chapter for free on her website at simplythebestresults.com under the book tab. And if you'd like to receive regular notices of our upcoming workshops, podcasts, and a recap of our weekly topic, we make it really simple. All you have to do is sign up on our homepage. That's my website again of simplythebestresults.com. And if you would do us a favor, please leave us a comment and share the link to this podcast with your friends and family so that we can help more people and, and reach more folks who need us. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Emotional Self Mastery. We'll be back next Thursday with a new topic to help you reclaim your personal power and self-confidence. Please be sure to subscribe to and like this podcast and share it with a friend. And if you want a deeper dive into Emotional Self Mastery, Get Cheryl's book by the same title on Amazon. Download the first chapter for free on her website under the book tab. Want to receive a full recap of this week's content with resources and helpful hints? Sign up on the first page of my website at simplythebestresults.com. Talk to you next week.